May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Brief text that we'll base our meditation on this morning comes from Mark chapter 1, verses 21 and 22. Then they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. This is the word of God. In the name of Jesus Christ, to whom one day, perhaps one day very soon, every knee shall bow, dear friends in Christ. Jesus was in his adopted hometown of Capernaum. It was a Sabbath day, so of course he was in God's house at the local synagogue. And as was customary for visiting teachers, he was asked to speak. The people in the synagogue were no doubt expecting that. So far, so good. But what happened next was very unexpected. When they heard his sermon, quote, they were astonished at his teaching. Why? For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Astonished, by the way, is an understatement. That word in the original Greek literally means stunned. Have you ever seen a person who was so stunned by some surprising event that they looked like someone had hit them with a two-by-four? That was the reaction of the people in that synagogue. They could hardly believe their ears. They were amazed and quite confused. But amid all the confusion, there was one thing that was clear. Jesus had demonstrated that he had great authority. Jesus' teaching was completely unlike the teaching they were used to, the teaching of the scribes. The scribes focused on the minutiae of Jewish law. How many steps you could take on the Sabbath day. How far up your elbows you should ritually wash your hands. What proportion of vegetable, vegetables and garden herbs you should contribute to the church. Jesus was different. His words were not the words of man, but of God. There was simply no comparison. Jesus demonstrated his ultimate authority by the authoritative authoritative word of God that he spoke. The same is true today. Jesus' teaching contrasts with all the other teaching in the world because his has the ultimate authority. Our Lord's words to us in Scripture are authoritative, inspired, and inerrant. There are no mistakes in God's word, no myths. Scripture is absolutely reliable as a source of truth upon which we can base all our teaching and indeed our entire life. It is our ultimate authority. How sad it is that Christians sometimes act as if that weren't the case. For instance, they seem willing to take the word of scientists that the world came into being over billions of years, even though the Bible says God created it in six natural days. They're willing to take the words of evangelists who preach just about any kind of gospel except the real gospel, the prosperity gospel, the social gospel. Or perhaps, worst of all, they're willing to give more authority to their own feelings and emotions and opinions than they do to God's Word. Beloved, these things ought not so to be. 
And in the end, it really doesn't matter what people do or think. For in the end, nothing can stand in opposition to the eternal, ultimate authority of God's Word. I've told the story before about naval historian Frank Koch, who was a young midshipman on a United States battleship engaged in maneuvers off the coast of New England. The night was dark and foggy. He happened to be on the bridge. Suddenly, the watchman reported a light approaching quickly off the starboard bow apparently headed straight for them. The captain immediately had his signaler send the message, We are on a collision course. Please alter your course 20 degrees. A message immediately flashed back, unable to comply. Alter your course 20 degrees. Captain, irritated, repeated his message and got the same reply. Finally, enraged, he sent the message, Alter your course immediately. This is a battleship of the United States Navy. The message came back, unable to comply. This is a lighthouse. Needless to say, it was the battleship that changed course. You know, God's word is a lot like that lighthouse. Of course, like a lighthouse, it illuminates our path through life. But also like a lighthouse, it is immovable. God's word will never move and will never change. Everything else in your life, everything else in the world can change and has to make way for the ultimate authority of God's word. As Isaiah says, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. The world around us can oppose that word and ridicule it and ridicule us who believe in it as much as they want. Eventually, they will have to acknowledge the truth that when you set yourself on a collision course with the eternal word of God, it is not the word that will be shipwreck. It is you. Jesus says the same in John chapter 12. He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. Jesus is the ultimate authority. So don't be so impressed by the other so-called authorities of this world. Come back to the truths of God's word. Come and sit at the feet of Jesus as Mary did, or as the people in that synagogue did, as you're doing right now, or as you do anytime you sit at the feet of your godly instructors here at ILC. You will be astonished at what you hear. Listen to the good news that despite all your sins and flaws and failures, yet the Lord has made a way for you to escape the coming cosmic collision of Judgment Day. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Bring your sins to the Lord Jesus. Repent of them. And hear him in his authoritative word pronounce your total and unconditional pardon. In Christ we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. It's not always easy to submit to authority. Some people say that it's hardest for young people, although the older I get, the more I'm beginning to wonder if that's true. 
One thing I do know, and with this I think you'll agree, our Savior's word is one authority, the ultimate authority to which we can gladly and gratefully submit. Amen. We'll conclude our devotion this morning with the singing of stanzas one and four of hymn 290.